0: Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the
1: Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me today, we have Dave from Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash. How you doing, Dave?
0: i'm doing great man how are you
1: doing i'm good and i want to put out a little caveat right here at the beginning before anybody's all like ah fuck it's comic book talk again we're not going to talk comic books today we did that a yes. lot the last time Dave was on, and uh, you know, And there was a reason for that. There was a reason for that, and you know what? I've gotten a couple, not just one, but a couple of very nice messages from listeners saying that they got good ideas for their son or child and that they were pursuing it. So um, it was helpful for more than just the uh, one listener who who messaged in. So I think that that was a very positive thing to do and you know what we can do different things every once in a while yeah we can
0: we are not just nerds
1: no we, we are, are very complex we're, people we're renaissance nerds we can talk That's about right. all kinds of different stuff and so uh and today we're going to talk about all kinds of different stuff and i'm going to be smoking the beliche boulevard from west tampa tobacco company what are you smoking there
0: i am smoking my go-to rocky patel edge
1: there you go uh, there you go it's a good quality ready cigar. to roll uh Belici is a 6 by60 from West Tampa tobacco the blend is uh un, uh un unreleased like it's 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 unknown so you know you're just kind of smoking it and it was a uh, well, I had this information here and I probably should actually read it instead of just going off the top of my head um it uh it's undisclosed and the uh, Belici is a limited edition cigar it was limited to 500 boxes of 50 cigars that were uh produced at the Nicaragua American Cigars SA often referred to as Nax Naxca N- Naxca NACSA whatever anyway the bottom line is Uh, The blend is unknown other than the fact that the tobacco came from the Oliva Tobacco Company. And you get a little bit of insight about this cigar if you go back and listen to the episode I did with Rick Rodriguez. I feel like that was the very end of December um, where we announced that he and the uh, West Tampa Tobacco Red were the parishioners number one cigar of the year. So anyway, there you go. Well, it's time oh, to go yeah. ahead and cut the cigars. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And uh, I could be sitting in the lounge at uh, Riverman right now. You know, I could be uh, sitting there and uh, watching the football game. Um, I guess that gives an indication of when we're recording this. And um, But I'm not. I'm here with Dave because, damn it. You people need uh, content, and I'm bringing it to you. But if you want to be sitting in a warm, comfortable lounge instead of a semi-warm, slightly drafty uh, ice tent of love, um, you know, you could be over there at Riverman Cigar Company as well. And uh, he's got a great selection of cigars for you to enjoy as you're doing so. So uh, head on over there. Like I said, uh, he's got a great selection of cigars. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, he does not mail order. So if you want to tap into that selection of cigars but you're not close, just give him a call. Dan the Man Ponder. He'll take care of you. I know he's got a bunch of rare Fuentes. He's got the full line of Aladinos. There's Yaguas. There's all kinds of fun stuff in the humidor over there. So anyway, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And now it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. Dave's just wandering. It's time. He's just he's just looking all around. He's just wandering. I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... Anyway, so... I'm
0: using my new tool to cut my cigar. Oh,
1: yeah? Your new tool?
0: Look at this fancy deal. Ooh. It's also my lighter. Yeah? And my stand. And wow. it has a pick. Now, what?
1: what is that fancy new tool?
0: Mm, something I found on
1: Amazon. Oh!
0: <laughs> it's, it's okay. Actually, what I got, uh, I got Travis and Scott one for Christmas.
1: Oh, well, look at you. Okay. I'm nice like that. I, I, I'm actually.
0: Sh-
1: Go ahead. So sorry.
0: But, uh, the cigar that you're smoking, Travis actually brought me and Scott one of those today back from Ohio. Hmm. The first two sold in the lounge that he went to.
1: I'll be so I
0: cannot wait to try that.
1: Well, I'm doing the cold draw on it right now. And, uh, cold draw wise, um, there's a little bit of, uh, tartness, a little bit of sweetness. I don't want to specifically say any specific things cause nothing, there's no like one thing that's popping to mind, but there's like a sweetness, uh, but there's also like a little tartness to it. Uh, the tartness kind of hits the tongue and, uh, you know, but the, the sweetness is there and no, it's, it's, it's very nice. It's a, it's a good, unique, uh, flavor note on the, uh the cold draw there nice Mm mm-hmm. i will admit six by 60 probably pushing this is this is pushing you know what's funny back when i first was getting going with cigars and everything um I was smoking Toros, and then eventually, somewhere along the way, I ended up getting into the 6 by 60s and I was smoking a shit ton of those. And, and I know what it was. Is I was looking in the humidor one day, and I was like, okay, the Robusto costs this much. The Toro... Like a little, little more than a dollar more is right about a dollar more. And you get so much more tobacco. Oh, my God. Look at this one. It's a freaking six by 60. And it's just a little more than a dollar more than the Toro. And you get so much more tobacco. And it's just a mental thing. And so for me, it was like, pff, it's not that much more. I'll go ahead and get more tobacco and get a longer smoking time out of it. Right. Eventually, I kind of got to the point that mouthfeel. Became a little bit more of a factor. And so smoking a 6x60, it just wasn't nearly as pleasant, I guess, as smoking a Toro. And so... Yes, I agree. Yeah. And so I, I tend to kind of shy away from the, uh, from the Gordos. However, this only is available in the 6x60. And so, you know, you kind of had to do it.
0: That is a big boy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. It could be one of those, like... Nine by ninety donkey dicks that are out there, you know. It's yeah. like yeah. It's the like, old hog leg. Yeah, it's like here yeah, I got something that's the, the size, hog. The size of my forearm here for you to smoke. You know, it's like, holy shit! I remember
0: that one kid uh at, what was a last year at the pulpit fest deal. Oh yeah, he had the one he was like two handing it. <laughs> <laughs> and he made it about three inches in and almost passed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good stuff.
1: You know, it, it's there are some cigars that are meant to be smoked, and there are other cigars that are just meant to be novelty pieces. And you know, I mean, if you want to yep. smoke it, more power to you. But maybe be aware of what you're getting into before you get into it. So, anyway, um, no, I'm looking forward to this though because I've enjoyed uh, the other stuff from West Tampa Tobacco, and uh, I'm I'm I was looking forward for an opportunity to smoke this and well by god tonight came along and it's like what am i gonna smoke oh fuck it i'll smoke the bleachy um might as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. there's definitely oh, oh there's a little <coughs> little heft little weight little spice off the retro hail right off the foot um Oh, and it lingers, too. This is going to be an interesting... This, I, this is going to be... This is, a, this is a strong smoke, man. Like, right off the bat, this is a strong smoke. This is this is going to be... And, it. I, oh. I will be very... Did, did Travis buy himself one of these to smoke with you guys? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, that freaking wuss. Yeah, I don't think he would have <laughs> uh, enjoyed that whatsoever. Probably not, but I would have liked to have seen him try it. Oh, yeah. That yeah, would have been
0: funny. He, he probably would have really liked the size and the feel <laughs> in his hand.
1: Oh, yeah. But uh,
0: smoking it, probably not.
1: Mm. And been used to the mouthfeel.
0: Yeah, he would have definitely been used to that. Yeah. He probably would have just had it unlit. Yeah. Just like just the, the, the just whole time.
1: Fellating it, getting the cold draw. He's, yeah. just, he's just the master of the cold draw on it the whole time. Yep. Yep. I get it. That's what I'm
0: going to start. That's my new nickname for Travis is master of the cold draw.
1: <laughs> what happened to hunky bread? You guys haven't brought up <laughs> hunky bread on the smoking butts and tapping ash podcast in a while.
0: You know, we haven't. Every once in a while, we'll throw it out there. But yeah. I think it ran its course for a while. And uh, we haven't been able to bring out the hunky bread pillow. Oh, yeah. To competitions or anything or yeah. get together. So. Kind of waiting. Gotcha. Got that in our back pocket.
1: Lost its mojo there. I get it. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So, well, speaking of competitions and everything, uh, I guess uh, now that season tends to start up in what? May? April? Technically.
0: May. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they probably have them now, mm. I would imagine. I know they have a few about now. Like one of them's in February. That's localish. And then last week they actually had an indoor cook off in Cape Girardo. Okay. That uh, that uh, we were planning on going to, but me and Scott were under the weather and stuff, so just did not work out this time. But I think we're gonna plan on trying to cook in it next year. Oh. Which would be pretty awesome because they bring in like ten celebrity barbecue guys that help coach and stuff like that that would be very neat yeah it's all pellet smokers in the show me center at the college down there
1: now you guys kind of shit on pellet smokers though don't you
0: well we really just make fun of travis for cooking on pellet smokers (laughs) they have their place don't get me wrong like i would love to have one i haven't yet because like on the necessity list it's kind of low for me mm-hmm. but for your average guy they're like perfect like if you just want to have something to grill on that's like no maintenance yeah except scooping out some ashes it's perfect that I, sounds I like, would like that I, would, I would i would like no
1: maintenance yeah exactly yeah it would be perfect for you man
0: like you mm-hmm. could just throw in pellets turn on the dial and go to town and watch it on your phone.
1: But see, I don't know how much smoking I necessarily would do. I I'm more of a like griller, you know.
0: Well, it's 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 an all all-in-one type
1: deal. Oh, okay.
0: Like it's a you can smoke on it, you can grill, you can bake. Like oh. it's Yeah, you know, a lot of guys call them easy bake smokers.
1: You know, I'll tell you. I just bought a cookbook. I I'm not even shitting you. I, I was I was a target. After you and I talked last time, I started taking a look at the book section at Target. I had not done so because you know I just kind of was like whatever. But holy shit, Target discounts their books at a decent percentage. And yeah, they do. Um, uh. So the one little bit of comic book talk I will say, I did find the sequel to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. I got the the Lost Years uh, hardcover yep. for like twenty bucks. So. You know that was yes, that was a good score, but I also picked up a cookbook. I bought a book called Baking Yesteryear, and it's a guy that I follow on Instagram, and uh, he uh, he finds recipes, unique recipes from the past. And so these are all it's mostly desserts, cakes and desserts and things. I mean it's a baking book, so of course it's going to be a lot of desserts and that kind of shit. But um, it's a, a whole lot of st- recipes. From 1900 to the 1980s. So, like, there's a cake in there called, like, I'm not even shitting you. It's, like, the chocolate sauerkraut cake. And, like, they put, yeah, they put, like, sauerkraut in this cake. But apparently it's, like, really good and that sort of thing. And so (coughs) I just, they're very unique. But what I like about his, um... uh the little videos that he does on Instagram, which is how I found out about him, and thus the book, is um, they're all very simple. You know, a couple of ingredients, bake it, you call it a day, you know, that kind of thing. And so um, that's that's something I can do. I can do simple. I can't – I don't want to oh, do, yeah. like, elaborate, you know, like – you know, four layer cakes and shit like that. But like, you know, I wanna dip my toe into the, to the, to the cooking world, the baking, you know, I like, I like baked goods. I like baked goods entirely too much. Um,
0: (laughs) Me too, buddy.
1: (laughs) So, you know, so I I got this book. I'm, 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 I'm dabbling. Call me Betty Crocker. So.
0: (laughs) I will from now on.
1: There you go. But (laughs) I'll have to bring you a chocolate sauerkraut cake.
0: I'd try it.
1: I don't like sauerkraut yeah. at all.
0: I, I love sauerkraut.
1: So, like, the only way that cake would, like, be remotely appealing to me is, A, is if you gave me a slice and I didn't know what it was, and B, there was literally no hint of the sauerkraut flavor. Like, if I was like, oh, what? I figure it's probably there for, like, moisture, you know?
0: Probably so.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: i'm interested to try
1: that they had one that was i'll send you the i'll take a picture of the page and send you the recipe um but they had one it was like a um i feel like it was a chocolate mayonnaise something or other now that i assume they probably are just swapping up the eggs (laughs) for the mayonnaise you know
0: yes Um, we have done that multiple times and it's a very good really oh yeah very very good okay Another uh, little trick with mayonnaise is uh, make grilled cheese with it. It's excellent.
1: Like slather it on the In- outside?
0: Instead of butter, instead yeah. Instead of you butter? Just, like spread it on there and you get a pretty nice golden brown Ooh. sandwich.
1: Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I like that idea. Um, I saw something else about grilled cheese where I think you take like some cheese and grate it into the pan and start letting it melt and then you drop the bread on top of the cheese and then you flip it. That way there's cheese on the outside plus cheese on the inside but the cheese on the outside's all crusty.
0: Now I have
1: done that with tacos. Oh.
0: Like I haven't I never thought about a grilled cheese Then you have like a triple layer cheese mm-hmm. sandwich. Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing. But uh tacos <laughs> I take the shell and Like fry the cheese to one side and like fold it over and that's your uh See,
1: now with tacos, what I've been seeing lately, this little trend, has been you take the tortillas, the soft tortillas, you know, and you dredge them in like, I don't know, whatever, Be I guess butter, I assume. And then you like put them into whatever your chip of choice. So like Doritos or, you know... If you want like flaming hot Cheetos or some shit, you crush all that up and you put that on the thing and then you lay you take a baking rack, you know, with the with the bars and you like put it on the rack and then you put it in the oven and you bake that to get it crispy. And then that way you have the shell, the hard shell, but it's got all that chip of whatever on the outside.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Right. Right.
0: Yeah. I've seen uh, a lot of guys are making smash burger tacos. Oh, like they uh, put the burger down and then the tortilla smash the crap out of it and okay. try it like on the Blackstones. Okay. That's probably pretty good,
1: too. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple things at Thanksgiving time that I thought were intriguing about things you could do with your leftovers. And one of them was like um, uh, leftover sushi you know where you bait and it's not it's not actually like sushi i mean it's done like sushi but it's not like proper it basically you just yeah. rolling everything up and whatever but um but there was one and it was tacos and it was and it did it use the shell method that i was just talking about and i feel i don't remember if they dredged it in like like the dirty onions, the French fried onions or something on the outside. there was mm-hmm. something that they did to make the shell kind of unique um and then you like loaded it up with like stuffing and mashed potatoes and turkey and cranberry sauce and had that at the top. What did they
0: wrap it in? Like,
1: well, that's the thing they... it was a tortilla, and they did something and they baked that oh, okay. tortilla in order to make it like the crisp and I just don't remember what they put on the outside of the tortilla, but yeah. Interesting, I know, right? Uh, people get creative, I like that, you know, something different. So, Heck yeah, you guys should do that. shit.
0: Yeah, we got some make, things in the works, make
1: little Instagram things, YouTube y things.
0: Yes, sir, it's coming, man. Okay, not sure when, but it's coming in one form or another.
1: Mm. We'll see, that's what she said. So anyway i I mean on a good day (laughs) um (laughs) yeah when you really try when you put your back into it um anyway (laughs) so no i don't know maybe i i you know i might if i thought about it i should have gone to the grocery store today because we're supposed to be getting some uh kind of gross weather overnight and uh um i could have i could have been baking tomorrow if i'd have been thinking straight you could have
0: Fuck. Probably still have time.
1: Probably do. I don't know. Well, I guess it all depends on what time you and I get done. Um but uh, yeah, so my kids already got a snow day for tomorrow. has yours? Not that
0: I'm aware of, not yet anyway. I imagine they're going to. I don't know why they wouldn't. Why would you risk it with all this e-learning stuff? you know what I mean? Like <sighs> so- they don't even have to use a snow day.
1: No. And that's exactly it. Like now my kid is getting a snow day because of, you know, um, the schooling and everything that his school chose to do a snow day. However, as the guy who owns the newspaper, uh, I have other school districts that are alerting me of their plans so that I can, you know, disseminate that information to the masses. And which, by the way, that's a really weird thing that you grow up watching the tv, watching the radio, like you know waiting to hear your school get called and then you grow up and you're the guy who literally has the superintendent texting you at 4:30 in the afternoon saying, "Hey, if the national weather service uh uh per, you know thing doesn't change, we're probably going to be announcing at 5:30 that we're, you know, doing an e-learning day tomorrow." That's a really weird thing to have a personal like one-on-one pipeline to that information (laughs) you know that is pretty wacky it's kind of weird but anyway so i got the text message and sure enough it's like okay we got alert so in my area my coverage area for my my newspaper um i have uh well i have more than than four but the four what actually reach out to me and uh they're the biggest ones So I have four school districts. Well, two of them are doing e-learning days. The high school and one of the other districts are doing, uh, they're just taking snow days. And so it got me thinking. It's like, you know, these kids, I'm going to sound like the curmudgeon, the old man here for a minute. But, like, these kids are getting screwed out of snow days, you know? I mean. Oh, yeah. They're having to, like, still learn. Now, granted, I don't know how much learning is actually taking place because I had one parent tell me that. On the last e-learning day, which took place uh, last Tuesday, uh, actually, about a week ago. Um, on the last e-learning day, their kid logged in, and the teacher took role. And then after the teacher took roll, she said, Okay, everybody go do your reading assignment and log off and do your reading assignments. And so these kids, like, logged off and basically were just left to their own devices. And so it's like, how many of these kids are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing? You know, and how many of them are just kind of fucking around?
0: That is a great question. They're probably mostly fucking around. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, some of Max's days when he's had off, like they just have them log in and they'll have like a picture of like a sailboat or something. Like,
1: yeah.
0: okay, everybody type in what you see on the screen and they, they'll type sailboat to take roll or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, have a great day. that was that
1: see and that's the thing they don't have to burn a day i guess no they don't have to burn a day and that's the whole thing is that the state requires these kids to to be in school for so long and get so many days well this is a cheat this is a way these school districts are cheating and and ultimately what they're doing is they're cheating these children because (laughs) by doing this then they don't have to like be in school later but they also don't have to teach them shit on that specific day you know and I don't know, dude. Uh, we go down this. I don't want to. I don't want to get on this rabbit or down this rabbit hole forever. But I'll <laughs> say this: we have fucked this generation in so many different ways between COVID and what that did to the education of all of these kids and everything else. And now the fact that we're taking things that we learned during COVID, we took the e-learning programs that we instituted during COVID. And now we're using them as an ex- as a way to to basically skirt the system and and cheat the kids out of another day of school on snow days. I just that that's wrong. I think it's wrong.
0: I'm it not is saying, totally wrong. I'm not
1: saying I guess that every teacher's doing it. So you know, every time I make these broad generalizations, like when I rag on the post office, I always get people like complaining at me like, "Oh no, you know, you're picking on the post office." I mean, like I I of course. I'm speaking broadly, but I know that there are exceptions to the rule. So, if there's any teachers that are listening to this that actually do a good job with e-learning, just realize I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people like what you're saying. Log in, type a sailboat. Okay, have a good day. You know that kind of thing. You know yep. that's bullshit.
0: But sure, the hell is I don't man. Know. Oh, I miss I miss snow days. I wish we got them at work. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. You know,
1: so oh, dude, I guess so, we kind
0: of do sometimes, but then you don't get
1: paid. Really. I was gonna say you don't get paid. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, there's so many things about childhood that I miss in adulthood. Like, um, you know, back when I, nobody tells you when you're in preschool that nap time is gonna be the best time <laughs> of your day. You <laughs> exactly. don't believe, and you don't believe it because you want to get up and play. But by God. When you're 40-something years old and you're working, you'd give your left nut to freaking be able to take a nap from 2 to 3 in the afternoon. You know? you damn skippy. Oh, my God. I mean. I think about that daily now. I'm saying. Now, that's the nice thing about me being my own boss is if I want to take a nap in the middle of the day, by God, who's going to tell me No. The problem is (laughs) I wake up and my phone has blown up for the last hour and I've got all this shit that I have to take care of. And that's the thing. Anyway, whatever. But yes, nap time. We need to institute nap time. I also believe firmly that we need to institute a four day work week. I 100 percent back you. up. I do not believe that we should be working five days a week. I don't think there's anything that can be. I think if you took the amount of productivity that a person puts in at work on a Monday and on a Friday, I think if you were to really tell, like, motivate them, I think you could combine the average work output on those two days and you could get a full day's work out of somebody, you know? Oh,
0: for sure.
1: So, like. Absolutely. You you could cram it into four days. What's the harm? And then everybody's got a, a four day or three day weekend to look forward to and everything else. I just I don't know.
0: You could actually do something. You could go somewhere. Yeah. And en- enjoy yourself on the weekend instead yep. of just Yep. like Saturdays are good. But then Sundays you're just dreading work mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, shit, man, I got to get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and do the same shit I was doing two days ago.
1: And what are you doing on Friday? All you're doing on Friday is looking forward to Saturday. You know? Yes. Now, Thursday night has become the new Friday night. People go out and start their weekend a little early on Thursday night. So here's the thing. Give them Thursday as the end of the work week. Let them go out Thursday. Then they have Friday and Saturday to kind of fuck around and do fun stuff. And then Sunday can be the day of preparation for the upcoming week, you know, and everything. And I don't know if people are going to be dreading Monday nearly as hard if they had two solid days of goofing around, followed up by a yep. day to prepare. I don't know.
0: I'm with you, man. Let's start a movement.
1: Hell yes. Three-day work weeks. Right now. Or, th- or four-day work weeks. Uh, three I day like week. three-day work weeks even better <laughs> than four-day work weeks. I was going to... Four-day work weeks, three-day weekends, nap time. Uh, <laughs> included as part of your benefits package, you know, um, yes, uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I just think it's one of those things. I also think it's one of those things where if your work gets done, who cares if it takes you, you know, 40 hours or 20 hours, if your work get. if you can get your work done in 20 hours, pff, you get some more time to fuck around, you know? Hell yeah. Of course. Not yeah, granted. Absolutely. I don't know, but as a business owner, I don't necessarily want to pay you to fuck around. So I'm only going to pay you for the 20 hours. But, you know,
0: (laughs) but you might be able to pay them a little bit more.
1: Possibly. You you know, be
0: having the costs of operating. That's true. You know, as many days.
1: That's true. If you could get your work done in 20 hours that I was budgeting you for 40 hours for, then maybe I could pay you for 30 hours and split the difference to where you get a little extra money, you know. Maybe not quite the full 40, but, yeah, I don't know. We, It's all stuff that can be talked about. But, my God, we need to make it a little yes. bit more worker-friendly, damn it. Hell, yeah. We're all too stressed out. Um, I agree. Yes. All way too stressed out. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I don't know how I got on that rant. School stuff, I guess. These kids school are definitely school, uh, overworked, too. Although, fuck, I say that, but at the same time, I also say... When is the last time your kid has had a full five-day school week?
0: It's been a while.
1: Dude, between holidays... Since
0: the first part of December,
1: probably. Between holidays and teacher institute days, I can't remember Mm -hmm. the last time my kid's been in school for a full solid five days. (laughs) It's like, fuck, every time I turn around, it's like, oh, wait, we're off on Friday. Oh, wait, we're off on Monday. You know, it's like, what the hell? You know, um... I don't you know, rem- and I don't remember all that when I was a kid. I feel like this. It is wasn't new. there. Yeah.
0: I think I think we might have had two days a year that were you know teacher whatever preparedness days or whatever, and then like now they also get freaking fall break, and Christmas break, yeah, and spring break, yeah. We didn't have that shit. No, you know, like my kids started school, they were talking about fall break. I'm like, what is that? I don't even know. I know. Like, that's like speaking a foreign language to me right now.
1: And there's a lot of areas that have gone to a full year school year that they don't do the the three months off in the summer that they they go all year round. But they do like a month off every quarter or something like that, you know, or, or, you know, not quite maybe three weeks off every quarter. And then that way it kind of breaks it up. And I don't necessarily know if I think that's a bad idea. You know, I mean, break it up a little yep. bit and spread it out. But uh, but uh damn, I just, I don't know. I feel like teachers organized their shit uh, before and after school. Back when I was a kid, they didn't take full days for it. Teacher, parent-teacher conferences. That was done over the course of a week. And it was all after school. I do not remember yep. this bullshit where the kids are off school for an entire day and teachers are just doing parent teacher conferences all day long that day, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, so like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of things that have changed and I don't necessarily know if it's all for the better. I I, but then again, at the same time, here I am talking about how we need four day work weeks and nap time. So maybe this is the teacher uh, unions. Figuring out a way to make things easier for their for their members so I yep, don't know maybe they they're the ones who have it figured out maybe maybe that's it maybe mm-hmm. I'm just jealous I need to be a you know teacher I, I am I don't, I'm definitely I don't, jealous. Want to, I don't want to be a teacher <laughs>
0: i uh I, I do sometimes wish I would have became an art teacher like uh, that now it seems like the perfect job yeah you know what I mean yeah like I, I couldn't think of much better than that you get your summers off you get a freaking fall break now
1: spring break everything i had a great art teacher in high school mr westhouse dave westhouse oh yeah that dude was a nut and he, <laughs> he was a fantastic teacher i mean we did a lot of different stuff but like at one point he went on a vacation and he came back and he had bought a didgeridoo and so he would just sit there, like, as we're drawing or painting or whatever, and just play the do. So, like, I'm just sitting there, like, drawing, and all of a sudden I'm hearing, wow, And it's like, what the fuck? And so, like, that was a thing. Um, he always, awesome. every Friday, he asked a question. And it was like, it was like one of the, it's kind of like the Would You Rather from your show, only, like, I don't remember what he used to call it, but um, he'd have a fucked up question. And it was always like, would you rather do this or this? And there was very rarely a good answer to his question, but he always had a story to go along with it too. So it's like shit that like he probably dealt with in his life at one point. Um, Ooh, yeah. He's also the guy that... I had never heard it explained to me like this, but this is the guy that made me for for ninety nine percent of the time that I have to do it, uh, swear off of urinals and go to the stall because he explained in class one day about how, you know, urinals are so filthy, because if you think about it, you're standing there. And here's the wall of porcelain and you're peeing against the porcelain and it's just banking back at you. He's like, there's pee particles all over your pants. He goes, if you're at the toilet, though, and you're peeing downward into the toilet, it's like splashing, but it might splash up. It's not going to splash as much out. at you." So he's like, the percentage of pee particles is much higher when you use the urinal versus a toilet. And I got to think about it. It's like son of a bitch. I'm splashing all kinds of pee at me every time I use the urinal. <laughs> I'm
0: pissing all over myself, right?
1: And I don't want to piss all over myself. So since then, I've been a ur... or uh, a stall guy. I've been uh, using the toilet. You know, damn it. Now
0: I guess I'm going to have to as well. hmm uh, I do like the new little. See, uh, you learned something. They've been today. putting in the urinals.
1: See, I wouldn't know. I don't those? use the urinals.
0: <laughs> well, now they have these like uh It almost looks like a, the cake. a brush. No, it's like a. It looks like a silicone brush. Okay. Like something you would wash the wheels on your car with, or something. Okay. And it like diffuses the pee. Uh-huh. Like you pee on these, and so it doesn't like, splash anywhere.
1: Kind of, right. Okay.
0: And it works. Interesting. As far as I can tell, anyway.
1: Well, yeah, but you got to aim for this that. All over myself yeah you can't just looks
0: well, like the whole bottom of the thing
1: you gotta be aiming there. you can't just be like spraying straight forward against the porcelain though it's true, yeah.
0: I'm 45 now, so it doesn't really spray straight in
1: <laughs> the, the porcelain. The strength of the stream has dec- yeah, diminished. Yeah, it's,
0: it's got some arch to it now. <laughs>
1: well, you know what? There's something that, uh, and, and this is fucking weird, and I'm sorry to anybody who's just like, how did we get on this topic? But there's something that nobody bothered to educate me about at any point was the, the when you get older, the differences in your urination, you know, of i guess prostate strength or whatever i don't fucking know but it's like dear god nobody educated me about this the dribble you know <laughs> the fact that like you, oh, get, yeah, you gotta hang on for, you can't just pee and be done you gotta stay there for a second you gotta let it dribble a little bit otherwise you're gonna get it all over your fucking pants you know it's yep, like you
0: also have to take that into consideration when you're clothes shopping like for work yeah like you can't get like any fabric anymore because you might get a pee spot on Mm -hmm. like some really nice slick looking khakis Mm -hmm. you know you got to do a a little investigation see if like they shed water well or anything like that because you don't want to be walking back in
1: the office with a pee spot oh dear god no. no 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 and like also when you get the urge it's not like when you're 20 and you're like i can hold it you know it's like no no i've got the urge I need to find a toilet right now. You know, it's like yep. my Wednesday deliveries for my newspaper. I've been at this now. It'll be I'm, I'm entering into my 10th year of publication in April of this year. Um. So at the completion of this year, I will have published for 10 years. So I'm so I'm nine years in on this. OK, and uh, I can tell you with 100 percent certainty that back in 2015, when I started the newspaper, I could do. All of my deliveries drive to the printer, pick up the papers, take them to the post offices, do all my deliveries, and I wouldn't even think about having to go to the bathroom. Not even think about it. Now I make sure I go right before I leave my house, <coughs> then I go at mm-hmm. the printer, which is 90 minutes away. So then I go at the printer, 90 minutes away. Then after I get done at the printer, I get back, I go to the first post office. After I hit the first post office, there's an outdoor box that's over by City Hall. I hit that outdoor box. Then I swing by McDonald's to go a third time for the day. Okay. So then after I get done at McDonald's, then I'm going over to the O'Fallon area and I have what? One, two, three, four, four drop-offs at a post office. I get done at that post office. I go to the third post office in Belleville. After I'm done at that post office, I'm finished. And then I pop home, which is like 15 minutes from that third post office. And guess what I do? First thing when I get home, I go to the bathroom again. I mean, Take a whiz. now granted, I'm drinking tea lately these days. It's been coffee. You know, I'm drinking, you know, I'm staying hydrated the whole time that I'm drinking, you know, driving, right? Not I'm drinking and driving. But anyway, you know, I'm staying hydrated the whole time. But by God, I mean... I'm not holding it like I used to. It's like, it's an issue. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is the TMI episode of the Cigar Pulpit for everybody. (laughs) It's like Dave and I were talking beforehand before we started, like, what are we going to talk about? Like, fuck it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And apparently urination is where we ended up.
0: (laughs) It just happens, man. Conversation just happens. Mm Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about a person if you just go off the cuff.
1: Well, again, this is not something that I was ever taught. Like, nobody told me this. School didn't tell me this. You know, God love my dad. That that should be in biology class. Dad didn't tell me this. You know, it's like I I learned this on the fly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you, the only thing, the only thing whatsoever that I ever heard is from an episode of Robot Chicken where Optimus Prime was pissing a lot and it comes, it turns out that that's a symptom of like prostate cancer. And so like, you know, now it's like these days I'm thinking like, oh dear God, what's a, you know, whatever. It's like, you know, there's that little nag of paranoia in the back of my head. But then I'm like, no, no, I'm just 42 years old now and I can't hold my water like <laughs> I used to be able to, you know? Yep. And, and oh my God, then there's the risk of UTI, which I didn't even know that was a thing that dudes could get. I always thought that was a thing for females. I'm showing total ignorance now. I had no idea that was a thing guys could get, <laughs> but apparently, if you hold your pee too long, you can get a UTI. It's fucked up and it sucks because let me tell you, the first time you see that blood dribble out with the rest of it, you're like, whoa, you know, oh. that's concerning. Yeah. But anyway. <sighs> All right. Now we're in real TMI territory. Yeah, let's go ahead and do this.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. It's time for the Villager Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by... Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarillo manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villager Cigars will be a wonderful addition to... To your humidor and cigar rotation. Holy bejesus! You all right there, Nick? Nope, did a retro hail during the <laughs> the the little thing there, and uh, I thought, thought you were gonna pass out on me. Holy God! Um, so it's a big band on the Bleachy Boulevard. Big band. So I'm having to take it off already. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm probably past the first third, maybe just barely entering. I gotta rip it. You know, Rick. I love you, man, but your bands are almost as fucking bad as Roma Craft to get off. Um, just putting that out there. You know,
0: that that's my only complaint with those cigars. Yep. Like, I love them. I love West Tampa cigars. Yep. Like, it's in the, at the top of the list for me. But And uh, Scott, and not Travis, but. Yeah, but these bands but are like a bitch. Like, the die cut is what kicks my ass. Like, you can't peel them right. You know what I mean? I just I
1: don't know if he's using like thick glue, because it's thick paper. It's very thick paper. Mm-hmm. They're and nice. They're very nice, and they would make for great artwork if I could ever get one off whole, but I can't. They all end exactly. up looking like this. You know? Yep. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Rick. You know, buddy, do something with the bands, man. It's just it's 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 brutal, brutal. Anyway, um. But don't change the cigars. No. No, At all. leave the cigars alone. Speaking of the cigar, I am enjoying it. The first third, um, it's been a nice medium smoke. Uh, not the retro hail had some strength, but in general, the cigar itself has been very uh, a light me, you know, medium. It's been a medium. Um, very good. <clears throat> I haven't had any sort of issues whatsoever. Flavor-wise, I can't say that I'm getting anything specific per se. But, uh, but it's been good. Um, I'm looking forward to what the next third has to offer. So anyway, on yeah. to the Villiger Entertainment Report. So what have you been watching lately? You you said in the beginning that you've been watching a shit ton of TV. I have not. I have. Seen. Man, it's that
0: season where there's not shit else to do mm-hmm. at all. So I've been catching up on artwork and watching TV at the same time. And then go in the house and watch more TV with the family. There you go. But uh yeah, we've been watching some pretty good stuff, man. We just finished the new season of Reacher. Okay. On Amazon. I haven't man, watched the first one yet either, show, to be honest. Oh shit. I think you would like it a lot.
1: It's on it's my really list. It's really good. Uh it's on my list. I've heard good things about it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet.
0: Yep. Uh somebody was complaining the other day about like the acting is kinda cheesy. Uh-huh. But I don't I don't think it is. I think the guy playing Reacher it's trying to get the mannerisms down from the book character is mm. what I think, because he doesn't act like this in any other show that he's been in.
1: That's, hmm. It's really good, dude. Have you read the books? I have not, but I, I want to now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I haven't either. And so I didn't know if you knew if that was what was happening. But
0: no, I I, uh, I did enjoy the Tom Cruise movies. They were yeah, I didn't good. watch
1: any of those either, to be honest.
0: They're worth watching. Okay. Somebody uh, that I knew
1: at the time um, had read the books and they were pissed that Tom Cruise was playing Reacher because they were like, this is not what he should look like, and blah, blah, blah. And I just, I was just kind of like, you know, people bitch about that stuff all the time, but I didn't. didn't Yes, they do. So, Um, yeah, that guy
0: is freaking giant, dude. He is maybe one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen.
1: The the new guy, not Tom Cruise, obviously. The new guy, yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise is tiny.
0: Oh, yeah, he's he's You'd
1: tiny, dude. fit him in your pocket. It's
0: like polar opposites from Tom Cruise to this guy. Okay. He's probably like three Toms put together. Mm. It's just insane.
1: So he'd break Oprah's couch.
0: <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: <laughs> yep. Wait. He'd just smash it all to pieces.
1: Spin a rabbit hole for a moment. I, I, I've i gotten into... I've slowly started dipping my toe into Reddit. And I'm fascinated by Reddit. And I find that Reddit's almost... I, I think it's more interesting than any of the other social medias that uh, are out there right now. Instagram used to be my favorite back when it was Pretty Pictures. Then everybody started doing these fucking reels and it became basically like baby <laughs> TikTok and i'm kind of over that now granted that doesn't stop me from blowing up certain people with you know a shit ton of reels in the middle of the night when i'm bored (coughs) yeah you're you're one of them but anyway (laughs) i send you funny shit damn it but um (laughs) you know but the point is i i you know i i don't like it as much as i used to reddit i find reddit to be fun and i find reddit to be very like it can be informative and informational and and whatever else, depending upon what you're looking for. But I stumbled, I had a thread that was suggested to me. It was like top, which one of these 10 moments is the most fucked up moment from Oprah Winfrey's show. And like (laughs) they showed like all these different things. Like they showed how like Oprah was basically like harassing the Olsen twins about their body size back when they were like, you know, uh, being accused in the tabloids of, like, having, like, an eating disorder and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They they showed the time that she tried, that she licked her finger and tried to wipe away the birthmark on Drew Brees' face or something like Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, just all kinds of ridiculous. Shit. But there was one, it was, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back when they were doing their, their concert tour back in the 90s, after the first movie came out. You remember that? Oh, yeah. So, like they had the turtle four people dressed as turtles and then april on the stage and like oprah tries to ask some question to like the turtles about having a romantic relationship with april and like dude it gets really messed up like the answer to this gets really me- and they pan to these kids in the crowd and these kids are like like shocked <laughs> like you just traumatized oh. these children oprah but anyway you br- bringing up tom cruise and this you know jumping on the couch that's what made me think of the oprah thing but anyway, because yeah. that was a fucked up moment that didn't get didn't get mentioned in this little list but i don't think that's necessarily a it should have been well that's, but that was more tom Cruise. that up, wasn't man. her that was tom cruise that's true you know it was very very true. like oprah in general like she has some pretty fucked up questions over the years, man. Like she, she, you know, I think people like give her a pass because it's like, Oh, look at her. She's a black woman who made such a, such a big deal out of herself and she made so much money and she's such a force and blah, blah, blah. And all that. It's like, yeah, but she like kind of played into the like bullshit circus sideshow stuff for the first five years. I mean, it's like, Midgets and fat people, and who's cheating on who, and whatever else. So I mean, like, she was Jerry Springer-ish, you know, early on too. Oh yeah,
0: but for sure, man. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, whatever. Enough bitching about Oprah. She's probably gonna sue back me to if the she hears back me. to the turtles in April thing. <laughs> like, uh,
0: I saved this picture
1: the oh, other no. day. Oh no! Oh no! And uh, oh dude, <laughs> mm. a
0: little something for the viewers yeah. on.
1: I would say the YouTube a, viewers, if they're into the turtles, they just on the YouTube, yep. dear God. Why, why why did you save that? <laughs> why did you save that?
0: Because I say fucked up shit on my phone. <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. Just, in, right. case. Like, just in case. Like I'm surprised
1: I didn't send that to you already. Now, you very well may have, for all I know. I don't I know, could've. but it's it's but see that's the shit that law enforcement's eventually gonna see on your phone and they're gonna be like, see he is
0: into this weird
1: shit, you know? And
0: Oh no, they already know. Oh, okay. I'm sure of it. <laughs> There's a, there's no way they don't. Oh, and like it's, it's just, NSA like, is just routine like, now.
1: NSA's just like, oh, shit, Dave Clark, just download turtle porn again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, just to be clear, that was not turtle porn that I showed you. No, it no, was everyone insinuating. was insinuating. everyone
1: was dressed. It was just, it yes. insinuated yep. that there was going to be a turtle party taking place. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Little turtle train. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. See That's some uh, no, funny shit, no, man. We're gonna we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get there. <laughs> Ew. Anyway. Um all right, so what else have you been watching other than Reacher? <laughs> uh
0: today I was drawing and one of my videos finished and the Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary came on. The the uh biography channel on YouTube. Oh, the A and E one, yeah. Yeah, which I've seen probably ten times, but I just sat there and watched the whole damn thing again today. Man, that that's a very good documentary, just aside from it being about wrestling, it's just a well made documentary. And that dude is just awesome anyway. That's
1: a show that I don't know if it's available streaming anywhere, but if it's not, it should be. Is just not just the WWE ones, but like just biography. A and e biography that show was it was on forever that and Vh1 behind the music mm-hmm. you know those two freaking shows were on forever and dude they did such a good job with the documentary you know the 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 life of X and uh, holy shit man I don't know if the, like I said I don't know if those are available I know there was a new revival of behind the music on uh, Paramount Plus and they did at least one season maybe two of some more current musical acts and shit but like I mean you could you could run some of those old ones and I mean you don't have to necessarily update them per se I mean you don't want to run them like as brand new but like if you put it out like this is the old series and this is how it was as of 1995 when it aired you know or whatever time you know year it was I mean shit I'd watch yep. some of that stuff you know oh yeah I love biographies yeah they're pretty great so I I don't know if any biographies running anywhere but if it's not it should be damn it so
0: I think I think that YouTube channel is dedicated to that I think it's their channel this is just called biography
1: oh so it's on YouTube
0: yeah mm-hmm. okay. So, which is the way of the future anyway. And
1: there's the thing. I don't dig into YouTube like, you know, some people do, you know? I mean, I have a couple of things that I watch, but I don't watch anything with any sort of regularity on there. There's a guy on there, Rick Beato. I love watching his videos. He's a music uh, producer, and he's got this badass music studio, dude. And he just sits there, and he'll go over songs. He'll talk about why a song is good. And, you know, that sort of thing, but he gets deep into it, like different notes and chords and things of that nature. And it's all shit. I don't understand a freaking bit of it, but like I will sit and I will watch him dissect a song for half an hour and I don't understand what he's talking about. But it's fascinating to me that there's so much in what I think is just a pop song, you know, and diving into it and shit and just I, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So. Anyway, Rick Beato. It's uh last name is B E A T O. So
0: Yep, we can get on some YouTube stuff here because I am a huge supporter of YouTube now. I used to think it was stupid. Like my brother canceled his cable like I don't know, twelve years ago or something. So he's been on it for a while. So we cut the cords like four or five years ago. Yeah. And uh you know, I just I got all the streaming services and all that, but probably 90% of the time I'm watching YouTube.
1: Do you pay for YouTube? Do the, like, YouTube? So you're not paying the whatever price to get rid of the ads and all that other bullshit?
0: No. I I actually enjoy commercials. I'm one of the weird people that that like a commercial break. The fuck? Because I I learn about a lot of new things through commercials. I don't don't watch the news, so that's how I get... My news and uh, like new products or whatever, whatever it might be, new shows. It's all from commercials, but uh, I watch all kinds of different shit on there, man. And it it entertains me much more than network TV does anymore. Interesting. Because I'm I, I've become an anti-celebrity guy. Yeah, like I I could really give a shit about it. And we'll get into something related to that in a second too. But lately, a big one we've been watching is JD, like Auto Restore or something like that. These kids, I say kids, they're like 25 or something. They're finding these vehicles that have been stored in barns for years and years and years, and they're just disgusting. Yeah. And they're detailing these cars, bringing them back to life for free. Oh. They'll find these people that have like a whatever it might be, a nineteen eighty-four iRock Z is the last one I watched. It was nasty, like a raccoon was living in it <laughs> and crap. And they'll they'll take it apart and clean the shit out of it. And it looks brand new. Okay. It's pretty awesome. And uh there's a lot of guys who fish. This is, I like to fish a lot. Yeah. So I watch a lot of fishing videos and yeah. I've learned of a lot of local guys that are doing it. There's one guy up in your area. It's uh, six one eight fishing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His name is Nick. Also, actually, I watch him a lot. It's he not me. Fishes. I'm not a fisherman. No, it's definitely not. You know,
1: <laughs> he's out hiking in
0: the woods and stuff. Definitely so. not me. I am not an outdoorsy <clears throat> no. person. <laughs> but uh, the the most interesting thing I've watched lately is the interview with Cat Williams. Oh,
1: that. I've heard <clears throat> of that. I've seen clips of it, heard but I it? haven't seen the full deal. It's like three hours
0: long, man. But it's freaking awesome. And he goes off on celebrity basically. Yeah. And I don't think he's lying in any of it. Like he talks about like gatekeepers and the world of comedy and movies and things like different celebrities and pretty much calls out the Illuminati.
1: Oh shit. Which
0: the way he does it, I'm like, shit, man, he's, probably right like Hmm. you know there's he was set to be the next big guy in movies and stuff Mm -hmm. so he tells a story about their like black guys black uh comedic actors always end up having to wear a dress like to advance their career yeah like that's their initiation Okay. So he refused to do it and like he got blackballed from movies like instantly. Really? It's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Like the stuff he talks about, huh. I recommend watching. It. it took
1: me like four days to watch it. Cause I couldn't just sit down and do it. But... Yeah. No, three hours is a lot to commit. Um, that's interesting. Cause I'm sitting here trying to think of like various black actors and, you know, or comedians and, uh, Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, have they been in dresses? You
0: know, all of them have, except Dave Chappelle, and then Dave Chappelle left. Well, yeah, I was gonna say he, he took it. his
1: ball and went home for a while.
0: Well, yep, he was uh, gonna do a movie with Martin, and they told him he had to wear a dress in the next scene, like out of surprise. And he's like, "I'm not wearing a dress." He's like, well, oh, damn it. Now we got to rewrite this scene and stuff. And he said that they came back five minutes later with a whole different script for a scene without the dress.
1: So they knew. And then, yeah. And then yeah. right
0: after that, he was like, screw you guys. I'm out of here. Wow. Like, and they spent it to be all about the money. And uh, I don't think it was because dude was already paid anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and shit, man. Then he came back and did those specials on Netflix. And he caught a lot of shit about some of the stuff he said in that.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's pretty wild. We also watched the latest Chappelle stand-up special last week. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: Dusty Slay, cigar uh, pulpit uh, uh, alumni. Not alumni. (laughs) Alumni. uh, Dusty Slay. He's got a new special on Netflix, actually. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who... uh, You know, like Dusty Slay, he was on the show, fuck, it it was a while ago. Um, but uh, That was early days, man. He's a cigar smoker, and so, uh, you know, if you want to support a a comedian who's also a cigar smoker, go check out the uh, Dusty Slay um, comedy special on Netflix.
0: Do it. I'm going to.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I watched a lot of... uh, I had my kid this weekend, so I watched a lot of Story Bots. We're back on Storybots. We're off of Thomas. We're on StoryBots again. Um but uh that's okay, you know. It's been a minute, so it was something different, I guess. And uh yep. you know, it's it's I don't know. It's kinda of one of those things. Right now, with the weather being what it is, we're kinda of trapped inside a lot and so I'm thinking ahead to uh when the weather gets nice, you know, what can we do? And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking ahead too for, um, the next time I have him, um, I might very well, uh, just find locally a nice hotel that, uh, has an indoor pool. And then that way we can just go fuck around and play in the pool, you know, and oh yeah, we don't have to spend the night in the room. We could just come home. I'm basically, I'm just paying for the access to the pool, but, uh. I might I might very well do that because he loves to swim and it gives some something to do so
0: yep we do that uh probably once a year yeah like in the crappy months like right now we'll just you know pick a hotel and go mess around in a pool and mm-hmm. go out eating crap and that's what uh, a couple of weeks ago we were planning on doing I was just trying to find a cool pool hotel and uh <clears throat> I ended up finding the condo at orange beach cheaper than any freaking hotel around oh really it was actually cheaper to go stay there for three days and drive there and back than it was to stay in a hotel for like three or four days Dude, i'll
1: tell you hotels these days are not cheap like even the cheap Mm. ones are not cheap anymore um you know because i've i've done some hotel stays lately you know going out to indy and Various things like that. And it's like, you know, it, it, it adds up really quick. And, I mean, shit, I'm looking at, you know, we got TPE coming up uh, here in uh, the next, I'll say, two weeks. It's not quite two weeks. It's the, well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm leaving um, next week, you know, for Vegas. And uh, I'll be going throughout the week and back over the first weekend of February. But, um you know thankfully TPE covers two nights of the hotel um so i only had to pay for two nights at the hotel um however you know looking down the road uh PCA is coming up in march the uh near the end of march and once again out in vegas and i uh i applied for a media pass for PCA um now that this year they're opening it up to media, uh, free access for media. You have to apply and you have to verify, mm-hmm. you know, they have to verify that you are you know, legit and everything. But, uh, I applied for it and it's, it's been weird. I haven't gotten an email confirmation from them yet, but I did email the lady saying I haven't gotten an email confirmation yet. And she emailed me back saying that I was confirmed on July f- or January 5th. And that I should have gotten one and I checked spam junk and inbox and I don't have anything. And I emailed her back and told her that and I haven't gotten anything back yet. But that was over this weekend. So I'm hoping maybe tomorrow I'm hear from her. But um, so apparently I'm I'm approved to go to PCA. However, where this all comes full circle, I did a little looking at flights and hotel for Vegas uh, for PCA. TPE runs a Wednesday through Friday in Vegas. It's three days, Wednesday through Friday. So with TPE, you can fly in on a Tuesday, fly out either Friday night or Saturday morning, which is what I'm doing. Um, But with PCA, it runs, I believe, um, Friday through Monday. Okay, So it's over a weekend. So you fly in on a Thursday, fly out maybe either Monday night or Tuesday morning. Well, now you're paying for, um, hotel in Vegas over a weekend, which is not cheap. So like my cost for TPE, for me to go to TPE for room and airfare is somewhere. It's under 800. It's like 750 bucks for me to fly and stay. And that's if I paid for the full hotel, I'm not paying for the full hotel. So it'll be less than that. Um, But for T or for PCA, my flight is like 300, but my hotel is, I mean, like, and this is if I stay fairly relatively kind of far from the convention, but like on the monorail line to still get to the convention hall easily, um, I'm looking at probably $1,300 in hotel
0: holy shit man
1: so i mean like right off the bat just just for flight and hotel i'm looking at like sixteen hundred dollars to go to that convention and then on top of it you know you got to eat and whatnot Mm -hmm. and dude eating in vegas is not cheap and that's not and i'm not saying like oh let's go to all the high-end restaurants and like eat like kings no i'm saying like just eating at like basic places in hotel in in vegas it's not a cheap proposition these days so i'm sitting here thinking like fuck it could cost me two grand to go to pca and so uh, yeah yeah it it becomes a question (laughs) of like do i want to do that you know or is is it really worth it yeah is it worth it Mm. i don't know I don't know
0: what to tell you there, man.
1: Sorry, I'm getting my cigar going again. It had been a minute since I took off. But uh, <clears throat> I'd like to go, Um mostly because I feel like this is going to be the year that things shift really, really hard Um, with the trade shows coming closer together. Because um, last year, obviously, it was, uh you know, I think <clears throat> last, last year may have been February, January or February, and then – um july again this is the year where they push it up and so i'm very curious to see what tpe's like and then compare it to pca to see like okay light crowd at one heavy crowd at the other whatever however it plays out um but fuck man that's that's a decent chunk of change to go out to vegas two times in a quarter you know so i don't know it's uh it's up oh, in yeah. the air if uh PCA is going to It kind
0: of sucks that they're that close together now.
1: Yeah, I um well, <clears throat> I have my suspicions as to how this is going to go. I'm not going to not going to say that now. I'm going to wait and see how this plays out before I you know, I mean, I I had my my suspicions as to how this is going to go, but I will say if there's any uh, manufacturers that want to have their shit branded all over my coverage from PCA to say, you know, this PCA brought uh, coverage brought to you by X manufacturer, feel free to reach out to me. And uh, if you cover my travel oh, and yeah. my hotel, my my hotel and my airfare, I will <clears throat> freaking. I will make sure every single video and every podcast and everything that comes out of that convention, uh, you know, is branded up with your shit. It doesn't have to be a long term commitment. It could literally just be for that event. You're just basically helping me get to that event and back. Uh, We can we can make that happen. We can make that happen. So anyway, enough of that.
0: Mm -hmm. I hope somebody contacts you about that. That'd be awesome, man, which uh, is a great opportunity for them as well.
1: That's so what I'm saying. I no. you know, I've never been to the PCA show. I've only ever made it to TP. And the reason I've never made it to PCA is because in the past, in order to go as media, you had to be a media partner. So you had to basically like be a member of PCA. And that was like four or five hundred bucks. And so I didn't want to spend four or five hundred bucks just to get in the door to then have to spend, well, two grand. You know for me to go and so I didn't do it but now it's like you know it's free to get in but there's still all these other costs associated with it. So I don't know you know we'll see anyway. So are there big trade shows and conventions for the barbecue scene like I mean you know cigars obviously we have uh, PCA and, and to a lesser degree TPE and. And there's TAA and a couple of the others. But, like, are are there big trade shows and shit for the barbecue scene that, like, you know, you guys would be uh, trying to get into to cover and, and get some free shit?
0: You know, we haven't really checked on that. I never even thought about that, mm. actually, because it's just something we've done for fun. I've never really checked into, like, product shows, which Dude, you now know, I'm going to.
1: you know there are some. There have to be. Oh, I,
0: <clears throat> there has to be, because all these guys have all these rubs, rubs now, and they're all coming out with their own cookers, so I am sure that there are. Tom.
1: <clears throat> you know, it's like, no. get your space age
0: Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so, there no. could be, like, just a pellet smoker thing, where, you know, there's yeah. new ones every
1: year. Exactly.
0: So, I'm sure there are, man. I, I do know that there are some for resellers. Okay. Like uh, conventions and things for that. Like well, now that's what their hobby.
1: That's what these are. Oh, for resale, not for barbecue.
0: Right for like okay, okay. buying and selling things yeah. on eBay and
1: wouldn't that basically that. just be like a gigantic swap meet?
0: Well, I mean, it's not really product. It's like learning how to do it
1: better. Ah, uh, okay. So it's more
0: you know they have like conventions. Yeah, like a bunch of. YouTube guys get together. I think there's one coming up this month in Florida, actually. And they, like, teach you how to source product better and uh, different ways to ship and, like, take pictures. Just different aspects of the whole business.
1: There are different podcasting conventions as well. And I've thought about going to some of those as just to, you know, just find one that I thought looked interesting and go mm-hmm. and, you know, get some of the educational side of things. Cause I'll be, you know, I do what I do, but like, there's so much more that I feel like I could do, but I don't know how, you know, um, like, let's be I'm you, with you there. You know, you and I are using zoom right now. Well, it's not because I necessarily want to be using zoom. I've got another program that I've actually paid for a month of service on, but uh, I can't figure it out. And I feel like if I could figure it out, I feel like there's a lot of potential for some really cool shit that I could do. But um, until I get it kind of figured out, we didn't even try to use that tonight either, by the way. We just went straight to the We didn't. That's all right. That's. I, I will say best.
0: firsthand, the test that we did the one day yeah. was excellent.
1: Yeah. And I think that would be really cool if we could, like, get that working. But, you know. I tried using it with Ed Sullivan and I tried using it with you again. And both times it just shit the bed. So, and the problem is I need to make sure that it's something that I'm confident will work. I, you know, at this point, having used it so much, I'm confident zoom will work, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I need to be confident that I'm going to get the product out of, you know, the, or or the end product out of the, the program that I'm using because The last thing in the world I want to do is to do a whole episode with Ed Sullivan, have the audio fine, but then when the video comes time, it's like, oh, I don't have a video. Well, Ed, you know, what am I going to do? Oh, well, shit. You know, it's like, I don't know. I want to make sure that I'm putting forward a a good product on both ends of that spectrum. So, you know, I need to make sure that it works. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, uh, talk about your Rocky Hotel Edge. I mean, I've talked about the Beliche Boulevard here, and I will in a minute, but uh, talk
0: about your oh, Edge. Oh, man, it's, it's just excellent. I always know what I'm going to get. They always burn pretty well. Right now, I'm struggling a little bit because I have this heater blowing directly at me. I have a little torpedo like propane heater, and it's just pumping out the heat. So, I'm pretty toasty, but blowing out a lot of air. Yeah. So having a little trouble, but other than that, man, it's just a nice peppery stick of goodness.
1: There you go. Every time this, uh, bleachy Boulevard, man, it has, I I'm probably nearing the final third. I'm, I'm nearing the end of the second third, getting into the final third here. And, uh, it is definitely ramping up. There is more spice on the actual smoking experience. Um, almost like a like a hot saucy kind of peppery kind of thing going on like it's it's like lingering Ooh. in the throat you know kind of like oh hey you know like there's something here and uh, the strength level on it I it's definitely a strong medium at this point I think the final third could definitely push it to a to a nice uh, full-bodied cigar here um but uh it it it's good and the smoke production on it, when it's sitting here like this it's not really kicking off anything but you've you've seen anybody who's watching the youtube you've you've seen you know when you take a draw on this cigar I mean pfft, it kicks off a lot of smoke i mean it's a it's a little smokestack I like it so
0: can' man I can't wait to try it
1: it's uh it's good I don't know if this is gonna be a uh a regular i don't think this is gonna be a regular production kind of deal um for him so i think this is going to be a limited deal but so if uh you know for those of you who see it out and about um if you like west tampa tobacco or if you like a uh, stronger cigar i would recommend uh picking one up if you see it because i don't think you're gonna see these around uh often and i don't think you're gonna see them around you know forever so you know pick it up uh pick it up when you can but
0: Yep. Uh, I really liked the Attic series that they came out with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was awesome, and that was a limited deal, I guess. I hope they bring it
1: back to you regular do, You do know that the Attic series is, production? The red, uh, is the West Tampa Tobacco Red. No. Yes. I didn't know that. So the Attic series was a test. He wanted to see how that blend would do with people, and they liked it. So he put it out as the red. Mm. So the red is the attic series. The only difference is the attic series, I think is two ring gauge bigger than the, uh, than the red and maybe has a little bit more age on it, but like, that's it. It's the red. That was his way of testing. to see. It's crazy. Yeah. uh,
0: I came across the red a lot sooner than I found the attic series. So I had no idea. There you go. Like they all taste pretty similar anyway. Like they're all excellent. I well,
1: the white and the black for sure are very similar. I think the only difference there is the wrapper, and uh, I don't know if the red is the same or not, but uh um, yeah, no, if you like the Attic series, you should like the red um it's oh, weird. I do. some I pe- some people are like, you know, oh, I like this way more than that and blah blah blah, but I don't know, but they're basically they are the same cigar, just slightly different size, you know.
0: Well, I learned something today.
1: You've learned a couple of things today. I don't remember yeah, the other thing. I know I pointed it out to you though. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, one other thing to talk about before we get into uh, the my monthly ad here is on the last episode, I brought up that October the fifth is has been announced. As the Drew Estate barn smoker in Kentucky. I don't know if you heard that or not. But uh, I did. I'm very
0: excited. I heard you talking about it. Then I
1: did some research. I think that needs to be a trip.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I think we need to. Co- I totally agree. I think
1: we need to coordinate that.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I I totally agree. It could be a smoking butt's pulpit trip.
1: I like it. It's gonna happen. I think it. I think it should. I'm going. Well, no, I'd like to. I mean, I enjoyed myself in 2019. Um, It was a different experience being on a a working tobacco farm. So it's interesting. You've got farmers, you've got farm equipment, you're walking around on gravel and dirt, you're in barns and that sort of thing. But then there's the Drew estate guys walking around in their track suits and their super white kicks. And you know, you've got the acid rave tent over there doing the like <laughs> shit and everything. But you know, so it's, it's a definite, Hell yeah. it's a definite clashing of cultures, but it was interesting and you did learn stuff. I mean, there was pl- tons of education to be learned on that trip so um if assuming they do it the same way i think it'll be a lot of fun um i'm a little concerned that in their initial press release that they put out where they announced that date that they said they were going for more of a festival atmosphere so i'm worried that it's going to be more of a party and less of the education and i think the education is what made it cool because um, i'm mm-hmm. not you know i'm not of the uh the drew estate uh, culture In that regard If you know what I mean Like I'm not Let's put yep. it this way, I'm not gonna be dancing In the rave tent With my glow sticks And you know That's what oh, I'm gonna shit. be All up in
0: there dude Okay I'm gonna be right in the middle
1: Yeah Take off your shirt And write like You know Pork chop And day glow paint On your chest And yeah. you know Just start D- gr- grooving Camera. Right. Uh, oh You're You're Freezing up Damn it I was just <laughs> talking about Zoom Anyway All right now what yeah. now? Okay, okay. It was, Say that it again. Was, it was
0: doing well till the last like minute.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I uh I I kinda like the way they do things, the Drew Estates guys. Mm-hmm. Like it's so different, and I know a lot of cigar guys don't do Drew Estates stuff just out of principle, I guess. But I mean those guys are just off the wall and they, they come out with some decent cigars. Yeah. And, but I love like just what they do. Like, I'm a big rap music guy. I know it's crazy, but um, <laughs> like a couple years ago, I saw they did a, a thing in Texas. Yeah. Like, some kind of event a few years ago. And I would have freaking like killed to go to that. Wow. I think they had a lot of southern, southern rap guys put on a concert. That would have been badass.
1: Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's I don't know. I mean, look, I think it's cool that uh, they offer up something different to the industry. You know, um, they offer up uh, a little bit more of a party atmosphere than some of these things. I mean, I'm not picking on any specific brand when I say this, but, you know, you go to some of these cigar events and, um, you know, they're they're uh, buttoned up. Let's let's put it that way. They're buttoned up, you know. They're a little proper, yep. and that sort of thing. And then you go to the Drew Estate things, and it's like, like I said, it's it's, you know, guys in track suits and chains and sunglasses doing selfies with duck lips with people and shit like that. And it's like, you know, whatever <laughs> else. And it's 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 something different. It's something unique they bring to the industry. Um, and uh, I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad thing because I think it creates. It allows something for everybody you know not everybody's into the buttoned up you know stiff shirt kind of proper you know cigar event yeah so um i don't think that's a bad thing but uh it's just not necessarily i i think i (laughs) i think i probably skew more towards the proper event than the uh drew state event but you know hey that's all right something for everybody I will say the food they had at that fucking thing that last time I went was amazing. They had these guys come out, and they had, like, a buffet going with, like, pulled pork sandwiches and various things like that. But, dude, they had this Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce that— Oh, I bet that was good. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I don't know— I mean, obviously it's barbecue sauce that had Dr. Pepper in it, but dude, it was so freaking good. And I would have, I wish I would have found a way to get my hands on more of that, like to bring some back. Cause like that alone was just outstanding. I wish I would have had more of that, but dude. it also would be fun to go to that with somebody I knew. That's the other thing I went to that. I went to that in 2019 by myself and I didn't know anybody there. Um, I did meet a few people, but it's not like they were people I was like hanging out with. So like, you know, I'm, I'm by myself at the event, then the after party at screaming Eagles, you know, I'm smoking, I'm walking through the humidor, buying stuff from them. I'm sitting and smoking and, you know, I'm talking to people in the lounge and shit like that, but it's not like I like made like, you know, lifelong friends with anybody. It's like, I made, so I, I talked to a few people, you know, but it would have been nice to have somebody there that like, you actually knew so that. You know, you could uh, expand on that. So I'm, 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 I'm hopeful. You know, I mean, uh, you know, if you guys come, come down, I think that'd be fun. You know, I, I'm, I'm t- chatting with my dad about coming down. I think that would be fun. You know, we could get a whole like pulpit crew to come to the the Drew Estate deal this year. Hell I think, yeah, man! I think that'd be a good time. You know,
0: we need to get uh, Teddy to drive up. That's mm. down towards his neck of the woods, also.
1: You know, I wonder how far away this thing would be from Teddy. I can't imagine it would be too terribly far. I'm gonna guess
0: two. I'm gonna guess like two hours.
1: I would think it'd be closer than St. Louis, and he comes up here enough, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's it's much closer than St. Louis. Yeah. Because he's like Memphis area, right?
1: Yeah, he's in Memphis. So, so like, I, would... I
0: bet it's like two hours.
1: Yeah. See, this could be fun. We could have all kinds of fun at the Drew Estate thing. Although, that's like, what, Uh, two weeks? That's two weeks after Pulpit Fest. So it's like, wham, bam, like, timed out, right? Because Pulpit Fest, oh, yeah, once again, just to remind everybody, Pulpit Fest is uh, on the calendar for September. Let me go to my calendar here so I get the exact dates. September the 20th, 21st and 22nd. It's the third weekend of September. And then that Drew Estate deal is October 5th, which is the first Saturday of October. So, you know, literally I have Pulpit Fest. I have my son and then I have Drew Estate. So it's like cigar, son, cigar.
0: Might as well do it.
1: (laughs) I think so. Might as well. Why not? I'm going, man. So just
0: plan on me being there at least. Okay. I haven't really talked to Travis or Scott, but I'm sure that they would be on board.
1: Oh, I would think so. Especially,
0: especially Travis, since he loves their cigars.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big Drew Estate fanboy. Uh oh. Freaking good times. Your video has frozen. Yeah, he is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was seeing like frozen. a giant knuckle, and then it was like, no. <laughs> yep, there I am. Here I am. Oh, fuck. Yep. Well, why don't I just we...
0: saw a white screen there for a second.
1: Okay. Well, uh, my monthly cigars. My monthly cigars. It's a, I don't have the button loaded up, so you get this. It's a premium cigar subscription service. Uh, it's a box of cigars sent to your door every month. I get the Robusto box. You get the Robusto box. Uh That's sure do. four cigars for 30 bucks. He also has the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for 50 bucks. That's uh, two of everything in the Robusto box. And if you use it off of pulpit PULPIT get free shipping on your first box. You can also use offer code SBTA, which I still yes. say it should be offer code butts. <laughs> I think that <laughs> offer no, uh, SB... that would bring people whatever, dude. SBTA, that's <laughs> that's four letters that you got to remember whereas butts, that's an easy word. Butts, you know? I think people would remember that. <laughs> yeah. I think people I think people would use that. Offer good butts, you know, but it's not. It's S B T A, you know, or Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T. Free shipping on your first box. And uh, while you're over there at mymonthlycigars.com, make sure to check out the Fucking Good Coffee. Um, the Daily Press is the pulpit blend. They also have the Lounge Blend, a whole bunch of other great blends.
0: I'm anxious to see what this big announcement is that Nick has.
1: He does have so something I got the,
0: cooking. I got the preliminary letter from the king, uh huh. And I'm sure there's got to be something in there, like some sort of clue to start the puzzle off or something. And I've read it about 20
1: times
0: and I just have no idea.
1: Yeah, if there's like something taking in that first letter, the words and putting it together, if there's something in the letter itself, it's very vague if that's the case, but uh. But there is definitely something cooking over there with the fucking... I do know that. Um, yeah. And then in terms of the socials, I'm available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. I'm on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. Uh, you get in on the fun that way. There's Twitter slash X where I don't really do much of anything. And at some point I plan on it. But by God, it's just <laughs> one more fucking thing. Uh, YouTube where you can watch this and... Uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So, and then you guys, where can we follow you?
0: Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash on Facebook and sometimes on Instagram, but mostly Facebook and also Red Banana Art to follow my artwork.
1: Red Banana Art.
0: Yep. <laughs> did I ever tell you the story about Red Banana Art? Th- I'm sure I have. I
1: think you did. I think you did. Uh, uh, I mean, that, we'll just. Go, a fruit of a different color is more memorable and all that. So you went with red banana, yep. of all things.
0: And and things that look like wieners. People remember things that look like wieners. So I just married the two.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: There you go. All, mm-hmm. right.
1: all right. Well, very cool. Well, I'm in the final third of the Beliche Boulevard from West Tampa Tobacco. And uh, as expected, it has ramped up. Uh, I would definitely say this is a full bodied cigar. Um, The spice on the smoking experience is definitely present. Um, It's very good. I've had to just once or twice had to touch up uh, the wrapper as it burned, only because um, maybe like there was like a little spot that just hadn't quite burned away, and I was consumed, consumed, concerned. That it was going to flake off and I would have a chunk of flaming wrapper falling onto my shirt. And I would prefer to not put a hole in this hoodie. So um, I did uh, burn that away. But otherwise, fantastic smoking experience. Another great addition to the West Tampa tobacco um, smoking family. uh, Even if it is a limited edition product. But uh, yeah, I would say if, if you guys see these around and see these in your stores... Uh, pick them up. They are very good. If you like full-bodied cigars, if you're not a full-bodied smoker, you know, it may not be your cup of tea, but if you like full-bodied cigars, you're going to dig this.
0: Awesome. I can't wait to try it.
1: Mm -hmm. I swear. You should see if you can track one down and uh, you should force Travis to smoke it with you.
0: Uh, We were talking about it earlier.
1: Cause yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, he would just complain the whole time so it's probably better that he just has one of his acids and and we smoke that (laughs) Uh, Be a lot more pleasant for everyone
1: yeah see i like putting him in uncomfortable positions that sounded really weird yeah um (laughs) like in the
0: back of a volkswagen i was
1: gonna say that sounded really weird and i got that (laughs) reference by the way um (laughs) speaking of which what can, uh, so this episode's going to drop on Tuesday. Your show comes out every Wednesday, uh, wherever yes, Finder Podcasts can be found. What can people expect to hear on Wednesdays, Smoking Butts and Tapping Ash?
0: Well, I will just give a little teaser. Um, we, of course, have a rub that none of us have ever tried.
1: Okay. Because
0: we recorded earlier today, being Sunday morning, and uh, it was very good. And we also tried some sauce that our friend Luke from from the north
1: my six thirty five millimeter, at,
0: yes sir, yeah. which uh, I've been reading a lot of his reviews on my monthly site, and they're excellent reviews. Yep, like I, I've been getting a lot of entertainment reading those lately, and learning some things. And uh, that sauce was the winner okay. to me i absolutely loved it and uh we'll get him to tell the story someday it's something the parents had a restaurant on
1: oh you're cutting out now
0: the kids took over Oh, the kids had a falling out and split and yeah you too man okay yeah but uh yeah I, i don't know the whole story so it it's it's pretty freaking good though
1: okay all right i have a
0: I have plans on ordering maybe a case of that sauce.
1: Oh, shit. You liked it then.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it may or may not show up in some of our competition
1: cooks. Really? That good, huh?
0: Yep. It was that good.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, very cool. Well, Dave, I want to thank you for taking time out to uh, do this with me. I'm uh, trying to just, you know, a little behind the scenes for the listeners here. I'm trying to bank up some episodes. uh uh, this week so that I uh, have everything taken care of, scheduled and and uh, locked and loaded and everything so that when I'm out in Vegas, I don't need to worry about getting new content out. I can just worry about, you know, covering the show and, and having a good time. So um, I'm uh, trying to I'm, I'm going to be working my ass off this week on getting stuff done. So uh, I appreciate you taking time out this evening and helping me out with that.
0: You're welcome, man. Anytime.
1: No, oh, appreciate it. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Dave. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. So this is a Tuesday episode, which means it's now time for Pinky's fun fact.
0: But before that, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the single most tragic thing the kids these days are missing out on. Oh God, I thought of this while we were talking. Okay, Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Oh, I don't it's, disagree it's with that just, at all.
0: That was like that was the greatest day of the week, man. Yep, and they don't have it now.
1: I know. They're
0: spoiled. You would
1: think that somewhere... readily
0: available entertainment.
1: You would think that somewhere, one of these streaming services that had, like, a collection of these cartoons would put together some sort of a Saturday morning block, and every Saturday a new one would release at, like, 5 a.m., to where, like, it was just a block of, of content where for like, let's say three hours, you got six shows and it would just stream one into the other, into the other, into the other, into the other, to where you have like a Saturday morning cartoon block. I mean, I feel like Netflix or Hulu or somebody, I feel like they're missing out on that because, you know, yep. it would give that same kind of concept, that same kind of Saturday morning cartoon concept. and But at the same time, you know, it would be just, Something they could just take content they already have, piece it together, put it out one time, and then just the next Saturday they put out a different one, you know, and that sort of thing. It'd be super easy, I would imagine. Disney Plus could do that. You know, think about it. You could have DuckTales, followed by X-Men, followed by Tailspin, followed by Spider-Man, followed by rescue i mean you rescue could, rangers rescue rangers you could do all kinds of gummy bears you know whatever i mean um i don't know there's there's so many good cartoons that were out and about in the 80s you know that uh late 70s and the 80s that that we're just you're right these kids are missing out well yep anyway time for pinky's fun fact thanks guys hey it's your girl pinky
0: Ready for a fun fact? In 1871, an Ohio lawyer accidentally shot himself and died while trying to demonstrate how a defendant could have hypothetically shot himself. This has been Pinky, and I'll be back next time with more fun facts.